0: We all have a to-do list. Here's an idea. Put save hundreds of dollars on car insurance on your to-do list. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more in car insurance. This company, Geico, who's been with Spikes Car Radio for the longest time, has been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. The company is Geico. Go to geico.com. It may be the most rewarding thing you do today. Now, Podcast One brings you Spikes Car Radio. A downloadable Cars and Coffee,
1: hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now,
0: here's Spike. Hey everybody, welcome to Spike's Car Radio. I'm uh, I'm doing this little insert, this little added uh, piece at the top of the show. um Because, as you know, our 1987 Porsche 911 was stolen. I want to deliver you uh, the, the story on what happened and how we got the car back. After that, I'm going to uh, play you my interview with Robert Bollinger, and uh, Matt Farah joins in, and we're going to talk about Bollinger Motors and their new uh, cars. Uh, They've got the uh, all-electric SUVs. You probably saw them uh, online or maybe at the LA Auto Show, the Bollinger B1 and the Bollinger uh, B2, but before that... Boy, what was it? Uh, Thursday, Friday, maybe. Here, let's try to get Zuckerman on the phone while we're doing this. I get a text that said in the afternoon 87 nine eleven was stolen, <laughs> which I thought, frankly, was a Zuckerman joke. Turns out, not a joke. Let's call him right now, and I apologize if he answers the phone with a profanity. That's just... That's Zuckerman. Hold on.
2: Okay, I'm here.
0: All right. So, when what day was this? This was Friday. You texted me and you said the eighty-seven no. was. Or well, was it Thursday? No,
2: sir, that was Thursday, sir.
0: Oh, Thursday. Okay. What? I know what happened, but tell our listeners wh- what happened. How did this happen? Where did it happen?
2: Well, Okay. Well, first of all, let's just start with the basic premise of stupid. Stupid. Is, stupidity is where all this begins and where it ends but what i did
0: and who's the stupid person
2: zucker me of course and there's several other people I, I can i can i can eat my crow when it's hot i can it's, say it i, I love it what like uh, it is
0: it was something maybe people don't know maybe they hear it but you're a very candid honest person and you own your mistakes and it's admirable but you yeah. made you made a mistake
2: I made a mistake. I, I left the keys in the car. Okay. <laughs> now, it doesn't what was get your, more stupid. This is Here's, behind you.
0: This is behind your law firm where you're working. Right. Presumably, you went out for lunch or something and came back. Right. And you brought the car behind the law firm. Right.
2: Instead of the normal garage. I see. Therein is the there is the little twist in the story. Okay. Because as you know, there's another building where I parked the car, but I could not access that building because I had badgered the city of Beverly Hills so much to repave the alley in that <laughs> section. You know, I <laughs> fucked myself, basically.
0: So they were doing that. And so you pull in with the car.
2: And this is, in the morning, I'd done the same thing. I said to the valet parker, I said, these are in the car, put the car in the When the alley is clear, which is what he did in the morning. And when I came back from lunch, unfortunately, I did not see Jose the valet parker, but I left the keys in the car like I did in the morning. Now, here, that was stupid number one. Stupid number two is that one of my clerks came into my office, maybe about two o'clock, and he said, you know, there's a guy looking at your car.
0: And Can I just interrupt for one second? Because I'm still not clear. So you you left the keys in the car, but the valet wasn't there. But you figured he'll see the car and he'll grab the keys.
2: Exactly, because he's he's running between two lots, so he's okay. he's going back and forth, back and okay. forth. That you don't see him, that you don't see him for a yeah. moment, doesn't mean Got he's it. like checked out for the day. He's just over at the next place and he's coming back. Okay. So Dan comes in and says there's a guy on a bike looking at your car and i thought
0: there's a guy okay there's a guy on a bike looking at your car yeah
2: <laughs> right and he looks kind of weird and i say, say hmm, and 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 but I'm t- i have to finish giving instructions to three different people and by the time i do that that has gone out of my head but it mind you it, it's one of these things i look back i knew that I was missing something. There was a slight irritation in my brain, like something was undone and unfinished. At which point, Jose came running in with a look of terror on his face, and he said, "Yeah, he's the valet." He says, "Did you take your car?" Oh, he says, "Oh, he says, do you have? He actually said, do you have your car?'" No, Jose, I don't have my car. What do he think I got it in my pocket? But I said, don't you have my... Then I'd say, but don't you have my car? Don't you have the car? And he says, no, you do have the car. So like two idiots were accusing each other of having the car. And then like a couple of idiots, we run outside to look at the empty spot, which is what you do when your car has been stolen. Oh. You stare at the empty spot.
0: And what did you feel like in that moment? What did you feel like?
2: Okay. Self-loathing and anger. I was so mad at myself. I was so angry. And mainly because I had a role in it. And and I was trying to reconcile my own stupidity. And, And of course, I have a lot of people working for me. So, you know, everybody's running up to me. Did your car get stolen? And, I, and I'm just, I'm so oh upset. God. I'm so upset and I don't. And I'm trying not to scream at people. Uh, like, get the fuck away from me. Leave me alone! Um, and I was just so upset, and I called. I, I told my operations guy to review, get to pull up the tape, and then I called the police department. And so two things came. Number one, you see this transient guy. He's like uh, a middle age, a middle aged Caucasian guy with long stringy hair, thin. Like he's like a <laughs> meth out drug addict, you know he's been, he's been on a meth diet. He's he's just basically bones and some skin, and he's got an old ten speed. Which, mind you, he left. He did. I, I, Is I that did a get nice bike? bike? Do you have it? <laughs> well, the the crime lab took it away, but <laughs> I, I can I can laugh at that now. It's a new kind of ride sharing. He swapped out his. He left me the bike. Yeah, he upgraded. And he the car. And yes, fair trade. I, you know, I wish I got the stupid penalty. He got he got to take the car, but I can see he's lo- hanging around the car. And the valet the valet guy comes up, and they're like talking. Oh, they're right at the passenger door of the car talking. And Jose told me. You know, Jose the valet guy told me he was asking about the car. He loved the car. He wanted really didn't know what year it was, how cool <laughs> it was. He was very enthusiastic. So he's
0: very particular about the cars he steals.
2: He wanted yes, to learn about was, them first. He, he really was into this car. He couldn't believe it. And he had helped somebody with their car. He, he left the guy there. And then the guy just got in the car. And just drove right off. Wow. And I had oh, here's one great little detail. I had backed into the space, so the head, so the front was facing out. The guy just had to get in, drive forward out the alley into the street. Wow! So he just drove on out, Ferriston. He so, drove on out. Uh, and then you
0: texted me. I was I was shocked. You know, I'll I, I'll I'll tell you. I was upset. And it's funny. It was. It was, and I told you this, it was less about the car than it was about the sorting that you and I had done to this car. Exactly. That was the loss. Like, this car drove perfectly. Everything about it, it del- delivers that satisfying drive. And I, you and I both know how rare it is to have a car that every time you get in it, you feel good. And exactly go, that feeling's gone now that guy has it
2: <laughs> he has the car and, and it was like everything was perfect remember you, you we got the stereo rebuilt you had the speaker guy the kooky speaker guy yep. there wasn't one thing in that car that was not time capsule perfect
0: and you felt it too right when you drove of it we would call each other and go this thing is just perfect just perfect when it drives. That's what we do, listeners. With because there are a bunch of folks out there now going, "Well, Plan Z, Plan Z." All right, you're witnessing Plan Z now.
2: But play, anytime you buy a vintage car, it takes effort. You're never going to get.
0: A- no, I mean, the, I mean the stolen part, Zuckerman. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when it's stolen? Well, when it's stolen, it's stolen from both. You're of all fucked. Yeah, everybody's screwed. But okay, so. You and I sit on the information for a day, right? Or maybe half a day.
2: I must have told you in the late afternoon. I told you in the late afternoon. And then we decided to take action. You suggested action the next day.
0: Yeah, okay. So here's what happens from there. Um, Zuckerman and I decide to sit on it. Zuckerman then reviews the tape and sees it's our homeless friend (laughs) with the bike who's upgraded to the car. And we make some quick calculations and go – this guy's joyriding, he's not going to put this in a shipping container, he's not going to break it down for parts, it's an 87 911, you just don't steal those cars, you steal Hondas and Toyotas, that most likely this joyride is going to end when this guy's high ends, and he's going to leave the car on the side of the road, to which point I call Zuckerman, and we're chatting, he's at Chaconis, I'm in my office, and I say, why don't we reach out to the greater Porsche community, just to alert Los Angeles, most of our followers are in Los Angeles, in case anybody sees it, because it could take quite some time for a car to crew tickets day after day to be found deserted. So that's when... I think I told you, Zuckerman, I was on Sunset on my way to a meeting and at a stoplight, I put together that post <laughs> with the license
2: plate that they stole
0: <laughs> My most popular post until found, <laughs> which is now my new most popular post. And, you know, everybody from Magnus Walker, uh, uh, who else, Zuckerman?
2: Uh, every, Jalopnik, Porsche, everybody. Oh, Jalopnik
0: picked it up. Uh, Jason Torchinski, thank you. Everybody felt uh, horrible about it, even though we, ex- you know, didn't want any real sympathy. <clears throat> we just wanted everybody to keep their eyes out. The Porsche community just wrapped their arms around us, and everybody vowed to keep a look for this car. But one very, very important guy, uh, a fan of the podcast here, uh, his Instagram is real Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> his name is Ryan. And uh, I happened to be on Instagram that night, Zuckerman, and, and I was looking at his post, and I said, hey, you know, if you can, check out my post, our car got stolen. This guy, this officer at the Beverly Hills Police Department said, I am on this. I am taking this over. I am going to get this car from you guys. He agreed, by the way, Zuckerman. He agreed with us right away. He said, look, it sounds like a transient, and, you know, that means this car is going to be around. You're going to find it. Um and then I, he messaged me late, like a, at night, and I, I, I you know, I, I, didn't have time to respond. I went to bed, right? And that's when I woke up to messages from you and messages from him that this car had been found, right? And let that's me just, right. since you're on the phone, let me just explain it to the listeners here because this is a really cool detail. When Zuckerman reported the car stolen, it goes into a computer system that allows LAPD Beverly Hills cops. As they're passing anybody, their cars are reading license plates. The computers on the cars are reading license plates automatically, and if the car is stolen, it will ping the driver, the officer in the car, and say the car that just went by is stolen. And that is what happened on Friday night. Now, at the same time, Zuckerman, our friend Ryan Roy, our mutual friend from Hollywood, said there's a on the Citizen app. There's a police chase going on at midnight with a silver car. And then someone writes a silver 911 turns out to be our car. Now, the Beverly Hills Police Department have confirmed this story. This guy drove by the cops. The, The police turned around, went after him. A couple patrol cars went after him. They said, they were reporting back, this guy is a really good driver. He's driving really fast, and he's driving really well. And as usually happens in these cases, in a police chase, 90% of the time, they're hitting a telephone pole. They're hitting parked cars. They're destroying the car. Not this guy. He lost the police officers. He makes three turns and loses everybody. Okay? He's a wheel man. He's a wheel man. He's a driver, right? So at that point, it's reported that some people in a nearby apartment building said the guy you're chasing that they were following on the Citizen app just deserted this 9-11 in front of our apartment building. The police turn around, go to the apartment building, and there is our car. Door open, car running, car keys in it. And Zuckerman, what else did they find in it?
2: Well, this is our favorite detail not my meth pipe, his meth pipe. <laughs> they found
0: a kit with meth, methamphetamine pipe and
2: and his his masturbatory aids.
0: <laughs> pornography, but not just any pornography, period correct pornography. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was one of the ones they found? I said it to you today. They told
2: me. It was Fat-ass, spelled P-H-A-T. Oh,
0: <laughs> Fat-ass girls. Yeah, that was just one of them. Andy had a furry blanket in it. Look, it's it, we, we were cracking up when we heard this news. The car, by the way, is
2: perfect. We are the luckiest. There's no damage on through.
0: it. Suckerman, it's still in the impound lot, but I'm hearing that there's no damage panels, no damage to the interior. The keys were in the ignition. You know, it's, it, we are, we have to be the luckiest guys in the world.
2: I'm Clearly, he's, he felt an affinity for the car. <laughs> he is, he is, or I, I have this picture in my head, because he was probably, you know, late thirties, early forties, that when he was a kid, his dad had one of these, and this was a high point in his life before the roller coaster of life had taken him into the, into the pit that he's in, and I, I kind of consider him a partner now.
0: I know. We were talking about that maybe we should make him a part owner of this car if we find him. They they by the way, I don't know if you know this but they didn't uh capture him. They don't have him.
2: Blah, 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 blah. We can't
0: offer him any choices, but if you if you see him, you know, I I don't know about you. I'm not necessarily mad at the guy about I don't need to catch him. Do you I mean, do you care if they catch him? I just
2: I just had this conversation with somebody and I was saying I don't have – if he had fucked the car up, I would have wanted – I would have had animosity. But given that he cared for it, it's clear in my mind he cared for this car that I don't care anymore. I have no animosity towards him.
0: I don't know what the car smells like. (laughs) I've been talking to my contacts in the Beverly Hills Police Department, but they, you know, they're just saying, hey, the car's fine. But that's not you and me. You know what I mean? That's not you. I
2: understand. But I'm assuming he's (laughs) one of two people now. That I know of that truck off in a car while
0: driving. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew you were going to go there. I knew you were going to go there. Anyway, we, let's thank our friends at the Beverly Hills Police Department. Absolutely. Uh, LAPD did an amazing job. You guys rock. And everybody from Magnus and Jalopnik, you, you guys, it was great. It was just great to feel the love of the Porsche community um, and the love for this car. And, you know, we would do the same for you guys. It's just uh, it is a bad feeling when you lose something like that. Um, and it's nice to have it back and it's a funny story to recap here and, you know, I was accused of doing this for publicity by somebody and uh, isn't that funny? I think they were joking. I think they were joking.
2: But,
0: you know, I, I I mean, if you want to talk about what gets traction on Instagram, a stolen car gets traction. Jeez. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a little nuts. I had 20,000 visits on Saturday alone to my, uh, IG, which is pretty wild. Um. In any case, we'll see. And when we get it back, it looks like it just needs a detail, right? And you have to pick it up, Zuckerman. Your name is on the registration on that. I I
2: have no problem, and I'm just hoping that somehow (laughs) we we get the porn. I'd like the porn. (laughs) porn
0: Yeah, what happens to the stuff that's left in it?
2: It's going to go in the evidence locker, but, um, you know... At some point or another, maybe we can claim it uh, as unfound property or something like that that relates to our car, and we can reunite. We can put this stuff in the front boot along with all of the other ephemera that goes with the door. There's a white
0: fur uh, carpety jacket of some kind. (laughs) There's a little duffel full of pornography. And uh, I think, and then there was a meth pipe
2: i'll tell you what was not in there that should have been in there i think he's when before he ran off he put on my brand new james purse long sleeve t-shirt and and took off in that
0: i think you're right i don't think i yeah i don't think that's in there but may yeah of course not a small price to pay two james purse (laughs) t-shirts
2: yes if you see a meth smoking (laughs) transient in a new james purse t-shirt that's your guy our guy
0: well there you go ladies and gentlemen that's your story And uh, we popped it at the top of this episode, so you would not be left in a lurch. Um, I hope you have all the details there. As new details emerge, you'll hear them right here. But I think that's the big part of the story. And when we come back from our break, uh, Matt Farah and Robert Bollinger. uh, And uh, we had a nice chat. You guys should check it out. Bollinger's uh, a pretty cool outfit with a pretty cool electric truck. We'll be right back with more Spikes Car Radio. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection, and access to daily news digests, New York Times, The Wall Street Journal, The Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. I use those. I have to... I have to calm myself down constantly... To kick off 2020, we're focusing on New Year, New You. We have plenty of content that can help you pursue your goals, whether it's getting fit, need to do that too, finishing more books, or becoming a better parent, leader, or person. How can I do any of that? Better? Well, guess what? I can. Here are all the details about Audible. You can download titles, listen offline, anytime, anywhere. The app is free and can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. You can listen across devices without losing your spot. So important. If you can't decide what to listen to, don't worry. You can keep your credits for up to a year and use them to binge on a whole series if you like. In addition to audiobooks, Audible also has podcasts, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedy... Exclusive Audible Originals you won't find anywhere else. They truly have something for everyone, and you're going to find something you love. So be sure to visit Audible.com. Oh, there's a code for this, too. Slash Spike. Or, ooh, I'm going to try this when we're done. Text Spike to 500-500. That's right. Just text Spike to 500-500 so they know our show sent you. That's Audible.com slash Spike. I suggest you do the text one. See what happens. I'm going to do that right now. Text Spike to 500-500. Oh, I did it! Look at that. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Spike's Car Radio. I'm here. It's a beautiful Friday. It's Wednesday for you. And uh, our old friend Zuckerman is at a. I think he's at a funeral today. And uh, Matt Farah. Matt Um, Farah from the Smoking Tire podcast. Our old friend, one of the originals. Hello. Hold on is here with us. We uh, Someone re- said that whenever you're here, uh, but with Zuckerman, we should call the show Earth, Wind, and Farah. I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> I love doing shows Jerry's with you and Zuckerman. It's hilarious. When Jerry's here, it's Earth, Wind, and Fire. Well, uh, I don't that's know a band it's, that already exists. That was but. Jerry's idea, and he's usually got very good ideas, but it, today it's just, I guess, Earth and Farah. <laughs> who is? I guess I'm guessing that
1: Jerry is the fire. So who who is Earth and who is Wind? You have to be Earth and Zuckerman, Zuckerman is, wind is Wind for wind, sure. Of course, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm not, but right I'm here. just I'm just Farrah. It's not like I'm like uh, <laughs> something, some adjective, <laughs> well, you know, some other you know force of nature. It's a play on words, fire Farrah. I know, but okay. it's nice to see you, my Hi. friend. What's happening? How are you? <laughs> you <laughs> I got a good I got a car story for you. I'm great. Okay, I'm, good, I'm lovely. Good. I just you're, did. You're my, fired up. Look, you're already going. Go you know why? Car- I I set my coffee maker to bold. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't really. When you got a Cuisinart little coffee maker, you're like, what is that little bold button going to do? And actually, it's like the it's like going sport plus on your PDK. Really, it keeps it at max revs. So wait. So is the bowl? Do you have like a one of those cappuccino machine? No, no, no. Makers? It's literally like a, a sub hundred dollar Cuisinart drip right. coffee maker. Oh, it's a drippy. Yeah, it's like the new version of the eighties one. Wow. I use an Aeropress for myself, right? But if it's more than just me, I make a pot in the morning, like for me and Hannah. Wow. Yeah, but so you went bold. Yeah, I think all it does <laughs> is drip the water slower, but it makes me hyper as shit. <laughs> Um but get this. The other night <laughs> All right, so, so you know stories. I'm driving um my my current like daily is my mom's F type. Mm-hmm. You know this? this? Is the Jag,
0: the I green do. Jag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it on right. Instagram. Right. So I was just kind of jealous, again, like that, that a mom just goes, Hey, here's a Jaguar, son. What a great mom. Well, she yeah. bought I mean, it and she never drove it. Th- not really. My dad and I bought it for her oh, as a nice. birthday
1: present. That's nice. It's a pretty rad birthday present. Yeah. When we, remember when I went to Pebble with my dad and you yeah. were there, we hung out? Great we guy. wanted to buy my mom some. We were so inspired. We like, We want to buy a car. But we didn't, we weren't <laughs> just going to, like, go to Gooding and, like, throw 300 on something. Right. So, so we were like the F Type Coupe was new, and my mom, her birthday was coming up. We we're like, let's get mom one of those like F Types. Moms love Jaguars, so they she and them. my mom loved it. And yeah. Stuart Shore at Jag literally mm-hmm. made the exact spec appear at oh, her house. It, sure. Oh, he's the Jaguar like North American PR. Oh, guy. okay, good. Um, they, you know why they like it because it's kind of like the Chanel logo, the sort Jaguar of.: logo, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or a Tiffany Blue box, yes, you know Yes. So my mom gets the car, and she's, she's happy she likes it. Well, as I turn the car, wait, tell us how the car was presented to her. Like, did, you my do dad, the, did you do the TV commercial giant ribbon? We didn't do the ribbon. I drove it up around from the side of the house okay. and, and was, ta-da, and, and my mom did, just... my dad did the eyes, The you know, the cover the eyes wow. thing with
0: her. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. rough. You know, this is a lot. It's hard. The presentation to find, was strong. But it's also hard to, t- to pick color options else. No, 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 no. It's, no. no. It's, not. it's not. hard.
1: V6S coupe sport pack British racing green over camel upgraded stereo. How would you get it any other way? I mean, That's the only spec. My wife would love that. Perfect. That's, That's the perfect. perfect expect. Okay. Yeah. And so You're not wrong. No. <laughs> and so my mom says she loves it. Fast forward 4 years. Okay. She has driven it 2700 miles. That's it. That's it. And and it's not that she doesn't like it. She says she loves it. But She's an older lady and she's had knee surgery and she's had hip surgery and so she likes getting out that always exactly she likes her her Audi Q five. It's at the right height for her Mm -hmm. butt, right? She slides in, she slides out. (laughs) You know, you open she hits the power hatch and she's got this whole (laughs) divider system in the Mm -hmm. trunk, like a big filing cabinet full you know, it's got her stuff. So she doesn't drive very much. As Why does she need divider systems? She's really organized. She's got her little shopping bags, and then she's oh, got her other stuff, like her umbrellas and her shit. Her I do that. Tr- yeah, but her old trunk is, is has these dividers in it. Me too. Yeah, for the stuff. Okay. She carries a bunch of stuff Am I an around old lady? No, you're just practical. <laughs> okay. So, anyway... I don't like my grocery bags tipping over. <laughs> right. Well, no, same thing with her, but she carries other shit, too. Yes. Whatever. She, as... The older generation does. She's they're downsizing in homes. Yes, and their 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 new home has a two car garage instead of the four car garage their old home I, Right, I see. So it's winter. She says, "Matt, I'm not going to make myself go outside in the snow to get into my Audi, I, while this Jaguar can just take up space in the garage." You're building this West Side collector car storage place. Hit us up, by the way, and.
0: Just take it. Take mm-hmm. the jack. And Are I go, you going to charge you I go, for that storage? <laughs> yes, retail. <laughs> Plus tax. I would say get the car and pay me. And I go, Mom, I go,
1: I go maybe you should just sell it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get a Range Rover or something that you'll like, you use, you know? She says, Nope. She insists she wants to keep it in the family and I should have it. Wow, that's nice. Eventually, it might go back there. I don't know. But so either way, I've been daily. Me and my wife have been daily. (laughs) It's a great car. It has 5,000 miles on it now. Yeah, it does. Wow, that's great. So which leads to my story. I'm driving it to Korean barbecue the other night in Korean town. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is there's nothing abnormal about this. I'm just driving it to dinner.
0: Okay, now, There's something funny about you driving uh, to Koreatown to get Korean barbecue. Well, that's where ahead. you would go for such a thing, <laughs> isn't not it? Not really. It's a place in Brentwood that has it. Yeah,
1: but it's not. It's not Koreatown, though. Um, Korea, no, I'm you need not to be going there. And if tell if, them if that. you're not the only white person in the restaurant, <clears throat> yes, it's not worth. Wouldn't you drive a, a Kia or something <laughs> like that to Koreatown? <laughs> I didn't have any other low-keyer <laughs> options, so. I'm driving in Koreatown. I'm sitting in the left turn lane waiting to make a left onto Crenshaw because I'm driving mm-hmm. through the hood to avoid traffic, as you do, to get to Koreatown. Yes. A person in front of me, a woman, as it turns out, in a old, fairly beat Infinity G35, is in front of me in line. I'm just sitting there. This woman puts her car into reverse and hits the accelerator. <laughs> <laughs> Just into your car and reverses into my mom's Jaguar. Oh my god. On the throttle. <laughs> really? From about a from about a eight foot. Yeah. Eight foot on throttle run up reverse. It was clear that this woman's <laughs> move was she didn't want to me turning left. She wanted to move into the center lane to go straight. Yeah. So she was going to back up and then pull forward. You got it. I was, I guess, close enough to her car where my headlights were below her main field of view. She wasn't really paying attention. Yes. The car was pre-backup camera. Yeah. And and this bitch straight re- just reversed into me on the <laughs>
0: throttle. Bitch. She is. She qualifies. <laughs> Not all women are this bitch, but that bitch was this bitch. This she she didn't know that you're not supposed to back up. You're not supposed to do that, and you're not supposed to do that. And I had I had a f- about a full
1: well, it felt like a full second because time slows down when a yeah. person is reversing into. So what happened to the car? Ultimately, the damage is very very minimal. Yeah, it ultimately but resulted in you know the you know the chrome trim that yep. goes around the mouth. So the chrome trim is damaged, the, the the black bar in the middle of the grill that you mount the license plate on yeah. has a crack in it, and there's a, a scuff on the on the nose, the top part of the nose. It's, a, it's actually very, very minor. Yeah. And after I leave here, I'm going over to my place, to my guy, and I'm sure it'll get taken care of handily. I got the insurance information, but like... It was the first time someone's ever like, reversed <laughs> right into you, and it wasn't Jim Rockford. And right. it's not, and she didn't catch herself no. before the bumper hit my car, and yes. um, she hit me on the pedal. Are you? Is there any <laughs> chance
0: you're going to turn the car into a safari car now? <laughs> because, <laughs> because, it that, s-
1: because it got because it got <laughs> 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 scraped.
3: Total it, total it. Safari yeah.
0: Jaguar. Here you go, mom. Have it
1: back. Well, we've seen <clears> the. Uh, I've seen the the peak.
0: Safari, I think. Have you seen the well, Baja 911 b- yet? Before you get off that, okay. and I would like to talk about that. I wasn't going to talk about how insane LA roads are <laughs> until you came in and you just did it. <clears throat> because I've had something happen to me three times in the last 24 hours that I've never seen before here in What's LA, that? and it wasn't women. This was appeared to be kind of uh, shell shocked uh, PTSD. Oh no, like 90 year old male veterans. Who okay three times, three different old men have decided to stop in the middle of the road. The first was uh, yesterday afternoon in uh-huh. sunset. In Brentwood, like one of those like things where they
1: try and make this awkward no, left, no, but panic <laughs> stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like in, and I slammed the brakes on because oh, I assume no. a cat yeah. just ran out in front of them, and then they go again. Oh, God. And then it happened. Uh, that evening, yesterday, and then it just happened on the way in here coming in on Sunset.
3: Oh, God. Another
0: shell-shocked do we, veteran do we, do guy need with ch- white hair. Oh, he stops man. on Sunset as I'm entering Beverly Hills. I assume he's going to make a left or a U-turn. Nothing. He we like counted to, to 10 and then went straight again. <laughs>
1: and, I think what we need to do, we need to go to the newspapers and see what drugs they've just raised the price of well, and what can't be afforded I right
0: start now. to – I try to be uh, very – I try to live a better day every day. Matt Fair, I try to be a better person out in I'm the road. I'm sure you right? do, I do. Spike. I do. I don't believe you at all. And <laughs> I start to doubt myself because I get upset. And I didn't even blast the horn at these guys. I'm in a pretty good mood these days. It was like gaslighting is <laughs> happening on the highway. You think you're going crazy. It's like, well, here, here's the good news. I didn't crash into any of them because I didn't have my nose in the phone. But uh-huh. I could have easily. I'm doing 50. Yeah. You know, I'll, those aren't like slow roads. But- I, I drove up to Mammoth last week oh, it was with the, best, the kids up the 395. Was it fantastic? The it drive was beautiful. The kids were in the back with it. You know, we had the little Wi-Fi spot, and it was just me and Mark Marin the whole way. But
1: that LA to Mammoth <laughs> drive up the 395, which goes up the eastern yes. side of the Sierras, is just is one of the best, most it relaxing is. getting ready to be on vacation drives you can take. It's but here's fantastic. why I bring it up. Okay, <laughs> here's Watch. where it
0: went wrong. <laughs> no, it didn't. Okay. It didn't. It went right. Oh, okay. The moment I was about an hour outside of L.A., I had the, the same courtesy I saw on the highway in the Autobahn in Germany. Oh, in yeah. that when you came up on someone in the left lane, they would pull over. Mm-hmm. Lane discipline by, happens. And people were just different you know, you know and, what and it then is and i realized la is fucked they, <laughs> like, the rest of, it appears that the rest <laughs> of the roads outside of california are kind of okay and then the moment i got back to la the cra- you know yeah. about an hour out on the 405 the
1: craziness starts again apparently the truckers call la idiot island which i think <laughs> is a, a
0: hilarious name for our city it's not it look there are lots of bright industrious people here yeah, but yeah. there are a lot of really shitty drivers here. No, you know what? These are bad. They're not idiots. It's Idiot Driver and Island. it's,
1: it's – I think uh, – I've, I've said this on like four different podcasts recently. I think one of the problems with L.A. Yes. Uh, and, and is that people have begun to resign themselves to the traffic and say, well, traffic is just something that happens. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. I might as well just be on my phone anyway. As opposed to acknowledging that you are an active participant in traffic. And when that car, oops, sorry, when that car in front of you moves and it takes you four additional seconds to move because you were on your phone, you just made traffic four seconds worse for the 300 cars behind you. Mm -hmm. Like that time is cumulative. And so, you know, it's unlike, uh, you know, I think it's, yeah, everyone recycle and drive a green car and whatever. I believe that some of those environmental problems are, are really kind of big corporate sort of issues. But traffic, you are an active participant
0: in right, traffic, right. and and, and they, it's made worse by the devices. Yeah. I like CarPlay because it keeps my phone in the little holder in the side. I don't yeah. ever touch it. The newest CarPlay can, is dope. It's great, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I can talk. You know right? what I like?
1: I just I sold my scooter. You know my scooter that I love? Yeah, I sold it. After four years, for exactly what I paid for it, which is fantastic. (laughs) The scooter. Yeah, the scooter. The the Yamaha scooter. Wow. It held its value. 100%. And I bought a new scooter, and I'm going to get it right after this show. Really?
0: It's a Vespa 300. Wow. And it's in, like, Viper green. (laughs) That's beautiful. I wanted one of those. I can't wait. I showed it to my boys, and they started making fun of me, and I tried to tell them why they were cool, and they just won't have it. I'm
1: so excited for this thing. I think I'm going to, like, ride it to Pebble Beach this year. Like, wow. I'm so ready. It goes, it goes 90. It does? Yeah, it's a Vespa that goes 90. I'm getting it. I'm picking it up in Cerritos, like 35 wow. miles east of here, and I'm going to ride it home. I'm I was so just excited. looking at
0: new Lambrettas and thinking that would be Dude, a cool scooter this to This thing get.
1: is a 2018, has 900 miles on it, and mm-hmm. I paid 60% of the retail price. Wow. How'd you do that? Craigslist. Huh? Yeah there was no there was barely any negotiating. Wow. It was already it was already so such a discount I didn't even give a shit. And yeah. I I off, I said I'll give you
0: $200 less than was asked. Fine, done. Let's easy. talk about those Porsche Safari cars cuz I haven't even <clears throat> You know how you just see things on Instagram, you don't really go Wait, I keep seeing that. Yeah. What is that? What is it? I'm yeah. kind of in that stage like I don't even know what that is that you're Oh, the Baja 911? I know what I've seen. I just yeah. don't know what it is. Have you
1: you have Okay, so this guy <clears> TJ <throat> Russell is his name. Okay. He the was star. a fabricator with Singer. I don't know exactly if he if he worked at Singer or if they outsourced to him but for fabrication work but that right. was that's his background. Got it. He wanted to build take the the safari thing to its logical conclusion, which is this thing called the Baja 911, and you can Google it and you'll find it. And so, and it's basically looks like a trophy, like truck. like a trophy truck. Had 9/11. Sex with a 911, correct? And what is what I met TJ a couple of weeks ago, and he said I can drive it. And what <clears> is so <throat> interesting about it? Two things are very interesting about okay. it. Okay, the the most interesting thing about it is is that the goal of it, it it's three quarters of a million dollars. It is a luxury street legal race car okay so we're gonna break break that down it's it's luxury I sat in it the yes. seats are very comfortable the leather work is excellent it's I not quite singer but it's it's very very high quality right right it's, okay so luxury street legal it is it's based on a street legal race car it uses a roth sport built three eight as far as I know it'll pass smog in california but either way it is it is most certainly street legal and what based, is its real name it's on Instagram, it's the Baja 911, but with underscores. The underscore Baja underscore 911. Okay, got it. And um, so so it's street legal race car. Now, when I say race car, I I I can't verify this because I'm not a technical expert. But TJ says that you can drive this vehicle. That's it. He says you can drive this vehicle wow. from your street legal use in LA. Straight to the start of the Baja One Thousand, tech it, (laughs) pass tech and race and race Baja in it. This vehicle will pass tech at at the (laughs) Baja One Thousand. Explain what that means.
0: What that means is
1: it has a fully integrated roll cage. Mm -hmm. It has a complete. Baja One thousand like fire suppression system like wow. it's a it, it all <clears> the thing <throat> has a fuel cell as opposed to a regular fuel tank the the roll cage is integrated into the ceiling and the interior it's it's a beautiful execution
0: yeah it does it have a lot of singer type details yes. in the interior yeah, it's it very singer esque it does not what you would expect
1: it and it's wow. not all like a singer interior legit uses like fifty g s worth of leather alone
0: twenty eight hundred pounds yeah. Right,
1: yeah, he made That's the entire body himself. One guy built this,
0: and it starts as a 964, so it's, it's here's the other interesting part. It starts as a
1: 964 cab. uh-huh, and the reason for that is a, the cabs are cheaper and less desirable. b with the roll cage um that you put in, it doesn't matter anyway. it literally the the stiffness of the car is from the stiffness of the cage. The stiffness of the chassis almost doesn't even matter at that point because you've got so much cage in it um and the the fact that it's a cab it's easier for them to fab the roll cage and just and bring it in from the top as opposed to you know whatever other silliness you have to do to build a roll cage mm-hmm. inside of a of a coupe wow. um but it's such an <clears throat> interesting uh uh, thing, I mean, it's like, you know, obviously my car is like a little bullshit toy compared to this.
0: You um, have been getting a lot of attention with that car. Yo, you, Porsche's you,
1: giving me some love.
0: I know. It came out of nowhere. You were on the Porsche website on their newsletter or whatever their feed is. It wasn't totally Wait, was nowhere. It? They
1: emailed me and asked if I would be willing to be interviewed for this newsroom <clears> thing. <throat> okay. And I thought, was, I thought it was a much smaller deal than it turned out. To be no it, no
0: it's a big deal. It turned there a out lot it was of Porsche com- fans. Oh yeah,
1: it turned out it was kind of a big deal, and and um and so they were very nice to me, and they did a very uh great complimentary and accurate story on on my safari car, mm-hmm. and then um I guess they put it out, but I I guess it did huge numbers wow. because they've reposted it on their Instagram, which has twenty million followers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, several times. So I picked up like a few thousand Instagram followers of my own because of it, and uh, you know the Larry fun? Chen photos are just amazing and and i'm sure lee is over there selling cars he must be, you know he must be and there you go um. Yeah. I just got my car back from uh, Marco at TLG for its annual <clears throat> annual service, kind of once over. I saw that it was over there. Yeah, it's it's great, dude. The car's running so good. I'm so happy. He didn't really have to do much. We just there, we adjusted the the idle. It was, had a bit of a rough cold cold start idle, so he cleaned out this little air valve that was a little clogged, and he just adjusted the right. idle. And it's it's excellent. It's perfect. Are,
0: what are you now a Porsche guy? Would you consider yourself a Porsche? I'm guy? an everything guy. <laughs> are you going to get another Porsche
1: eventually? Yeah, my next my next. <laughs> <laughs> car will probably be another Porsche. I'll well, probably get a modern one. About? I want one I can truly daily. So yeah. it'll either be, you know, some kind of maybe a 997 GT car because those <clears> I, <throat> I, don't, <throat> I don't I don't have the kind of money that you know you and Z have. So it's probably a 997. Really? You don't?
0: No, and uh, <laughs> you seem to. I don't. You're, build- you're building buildings. Well, I, I need that money back. <laughs>
2: and, You're doing okay, uh,
1: sir. No, I'm fine, but I can't. I can't go buy a new GT3 or something, even as much as I would well, like. Well, no, one, we don't do
0: that. We we carve them up and sell. I know. Right? Buy pieces. You should jump in on. <laughs> Maybe one of ours. I'll jump
1: in on one because I would only put. You know, I only it's put ridiculous. two or three thousand miles on anything.
0: You know, it's, so it's I could great. for the kind of miles you guys do, sure. I could probably timeshare one and be great. You know, I was talking to Zuckerman about his Speedster, and I, I missed the detail that his Speedster has the new GT3 engine in it.
1: It's at the, the new GT3 The 992 engine. speedster yeah. engine
0: is in that, and that engine yeah. is
1: outrageous, dude. Yeah. It's so good. Huh. The um, but anyway, I I'm definitely a
0: Porsche guy. I love my I love my Porsche. Right, but I've, <clears> I've, <throat> had no, I've had
1: no. I'm a Lambo guy too.
0: I've had I, no Lambo issues either. Lambo's it. excellent. Well, let's take a break. Okay, we have a very special guest here today. Um, you guys uh, may know about the uh, Tesla Cybertruck. Well, guess what? Guess who was there before them? Uh, Bollinger Motors has been uh, putting together a really cool truck. If you think about maybe starting with a Jeep Gladiator and then throwing out everything you know about Jeeps and then you make it into an electric truck, black and beautiful. We've been hearing about this truck for a while. Guess who's here? Robert Bollinger is going to come in and tell us where they're at with the development of their truck and how you can get one. We'll be right back. Let's talk about Butcher Box. You know what? Steak night is a big night for me. You know what I do when I cook steaks? I have a steak recipe that I got from some guys uh, in Texas by way of Arizona at Barrett Jackson, and I've been using that steak recipe for since then, for 20 years. It's one of the best, but you need good steak, and Butcher Box is the place to get it. You know what I like to make with those steaks? I like to make my mom's favorite scalloped potatoes that you cook on the grill with it. And then uh, some simple corn in the cup. That's what I like to do. But the meat, the meat, the meat. I don't want to have to hunt for my meat. And now there's ButcherBox. You know what ButcherBox does? They ship a curated selection of high-quality meat right to your home. This is one of those sponsors that I've signed up for. I get this box of meat every week. In fact, I just took my pork chops out five minutes ago before reading this ad and put it in my fridge for tomorrow night. Barbecued pork chops. Their meat is so good. It's all free of antibiotics. It's got no added hormones. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 individual meals, packed fresh, shipped frozen, and vacuum sealed, so it stays that way. I open mine up, I throw what I'm not going to have that week in the freezer, and thaw the rest of it, and start cooking. And you can customize it, of course. You can do any way you want, or you can just get the one of theirs. I just get their kind of grab bag. They send me whatever because I eat pretty much everything. 100% grass-fed finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, and bacon that's free of nitrates and added sugar, right? What I just read you is your wife's grocery list, the stuff she makes you buy, right? Grass-fed. No nitrates. No added sugar. It just comes automatically. You don't have to go get it anymore. With ButcherBox, you get the highest quality meat for around $6 a meal. And they have free shipping nationwide. So, here's what you do. You want to try this out. I'm going to give you a special code using my name that's going to get you two filet mignons, a pack of bacon, plus $20 off your first box when you sign up now. How about that? ButcherBox dot com forward slash spike or you enter the promo code when you check out and use spike that's right you will get two free filet mignons you will think about me when you eat them a pack of bacon plus twenty dollars off your first box just go to butcherbox.com forward slash spike or use promo code spike at checkout you got to try this out guys this is the one you're listening to spikes car radio here we are. Robert, nice to meet you, man. Hey, nice to meet you. Thanks for having me in. I'm so excited to have you here because I, I think your truck is one of the bigger mysteries in the car world, right? <laughs> right. But in a good way, but in a really good way. Um, you know, uh, Christian Bale was just on a few weeks ago, and and I asked him after the broadcast, or maybe it was in the broadcast, that hey, what, what are you interested in? He goes, I want that Bollinger truck. Do you know that guy? I go, I don't. My, uh, uh, I have a production company. My production partner, John, this is the only thing he talks about. He oh, goes, cool. hey, do you know anything about that Bollinger truck? Yeah, of I course got,
1: John wants one. He's got a military Hummer, and a, he drives
0: only <laughs> the biggest, dumbest <laughs> trucks in Los Angeles. He's got good taste in trucks. There you go. But, uh, but, but both of these guys, myself <laughs> included, by the way, we all look at this thing where we go, God, this thing looks really cool. It looks, like, a defen- it? It looks like an old Defender. <clears throat> it does.
1: Kinda. You guys want to check Kinda. this out while yeah. we're the talking
3: about it? The basic shape of it is old Defender. Yeah, it's big and square. A and, little
0: bit. And, yeah. um, go it's to a, ball. T- it's and a two box design. Right. Go, to, go to Bollinger Next Mot- to each other,
3: they don't look all that much alike. Oh, right. my Lord. Gentlemen. But if you were describing <laughs> one to a police sketch artist, you'd basically start with Defender. Right, right. Or yeah. uh, International. Or, or Scout. Yeah, yeah, Scout, yeah, yeah. Just
0: check out BollingerMotors.com if you can right now while we're chatting and you can see what we're talking about. So, Robert. Yeah. Take, just tell us about this company. Where did, it, where did the idea come from? Where do you come from? How does it all begin?
3: Uh. Uh, there's kind of two answers to that. Kind of one is the uh, original idea, which was I always wanted to have my own car company as a kid and draw cars okay. and all that kind of stuff. And I drew logos of my name, and it was all like you, for some reason. But you're I was Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania, that was Pittsburgh. And um, so I always wanted to do that kind of thing. My entire career was not automotive, it turned out. And then I was able to come back to what it. What was it? Uh, it was I studied industrial design to become a car guy. And. Uh, interviewed and didn't get any jobs in the automotive industry and so it was all right so i went to new york got a job in design mm-hmm. marketing advertising that was my whole career uh the idea was to go back to grad school and the you know, right, come to right. Art center or something like that it didn't happen and then uh ended up running a company with a friend we sold that that gave me the money and then i came back to it so okay. it's, it was a perfect
0: so you, so you have the money yeah. you come back to it right what do you do you get in a room or did you right. already have this idea like tell me tell me about the cre- you know the moment the spark the you know or did you just roll up your sleeves and go i want to design a car and start drawing things
3: yeah it was after i was living upstate at that point i had been in new york for like 25 years okay. and i moved up to the catskills so i was up there uh, and we had a farm and just living the life kind of thing, and the company sold. So I was like, what do I do now? I said, okay, give it a year. Don't rush into anything. Think about what you want to do. So I, uh, it, kind of, it kind of came down to I either make my own bourbon or I start this car company. Thing. Okay. So, uh, Who says you can't do both?
0: I mean, honestly, yeah. one is not for so, the yeah, other. Yeah, right? So you said, all right, I'm going to make a car company. But again, like, right. you know, I used to do this too, but my drawings were like kindergarten. They still are.
1: Yeah. Like, well, here's my car. well, mine
3: still are because you see how I came out with the truck. Yeah, yeah, the the, truck. It's like block it's like and <laughs> right. block. But, and but
1: block. did you say You I actually want... put that vehicle into production. <laughs> right. Did you I was say like, it's I want... done.
0: I, 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 you know, I like this kind of truck, but I want to make it electric. What's the moment where you go – was...
3: It was basically okay. I want to start this. How do I start this? I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know I wanted to be electric. I wanted to do something. I wasn't quite sure the form. But you didn't have the dream.
1: It wasn't you had a dream car that you wanted to build. It was I want to be a car company founder CEO.
3: Right. Well, when I was a kid, I I drew Ferraris and Uh Lamborghinis, and I actually went. To Italy and interviewed there I learned Italian in college And that's was my dream And I they're see. like You don't know anything about what you're doing <laughs> You know, they said it in Italian You but. don't know anything
0: <laughs> That's hilarious Like Ford that's, versus Ferrari so, Get out Yeah, yeah right <laughs> You're
1: fat and your cars are fat
3: <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I came back And then when uh, it's you know, I ended up in New York, and you can't save money in New York at all. So you're I, just I like, never went
0: back to it. Until, you're just, fuck it. I got to do this myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: And so. Well, I knew I couldn't do it at all other than I had some money in the dream, right? So I put an ad on LinkedIn for engineers. Okay. Yeah, and that's how it started. But did
0: you sketch this Bollinger truck out? That at was first? later. That was later. That was later. Yeah. It, you just put an ad out that said, hey, I want to start a truck right. company.
3: Yeah. I and knew enough about like, electric at the time and what Tesla was already doing, obviously, that it was just like. All right, it's got to be small, light thing for uh-huh. the range and all this kind of stuff. And so um, after Carl came on, our chief engineer, was uh, he was the first uh, employee. And um, so we started looking into the whole thing. And then after like about six months or so, I was like, wait, I don't want a small, light, little thing. There's no – I have no need for that. And it was on the farm. So it was actually October 5th, 2015. That was like the aha moment. where was just like, why don't I just build exactly what I want? For what I need it to do right now on the farm On the farm So it became the truck And have
0: it be eco-friendly and and electric Yeah,
3: and 50-50 weight distribution, all-wheel drive all the time, all that kind of stuff So if you ever are trying to plow, you know, two feet of snow in any truck that's available now, it doesn't go very well So it was basically how do you make a truck that will actually do what you need it to do
0: You know, how does it, you know, I, I have so many questions when it, when, I, when a, a real car company starts a new model, right? It's billions of dollars right, of development, right. right? You're doing this almost like you are making that bourbon in your garage. Right. I, what, how do you approach that? Do you make the design and then we're going to build one and then well, we're going to go it get – keep under the 300 and then you get all your nice little exemptions from that. Is that the move? I mean, yeah. How does it work? Or do you uh, – yeah, or do you go get funding and then build it? Yeah.
3: No, I've just been uh, happily spending all my money on this. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, we are doing uh, – you know. Investments now, but right. know, up till now it's been me. So luckily enough, I think too, because we were like up in the Catskills, away from everything, and there was just a, a small group of us. And we we're like, let's just make the coolest, you know, let's just make what we want it to be. Let's not worry about the cost of it. Let's but not was worry that about one, anything. or was that that was one? That was the two door. That's the two door. Yeah, we're, we're just, just gonna was, make
0: one of these. Yeah, Are we, we gonna- make
3: one and test it, and it was from the ground up. So we're like, let's not take an existing vehicle and electrify it because this is 2015. This is be this is like very little is happening right, right. in the electric world other than Tesla, right? So we had to put. In motors that were made for buses and stuff like this, there was not that many components available for what we needed. And then right. you also had like the little putt-putt cars coming <laughs> mm-hmm. up, and those motors and not like co- those, those little components. gems and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, so the I stuff for that was way, way too small for us. So we had to go the bus side. Now there's a lot more stuff out there because the right. whole world is changing. But at the time, it was like, what are we, you know? How do we put this thing together? So that one truck, that two doors. Um, it was tested. It's the same thing that was at the Elliott Show. It's now at the Peterson mm-hmm. for an, an exhibit for a year, which is a huge honor. Yeah. And then we just built the two trucks that are on our website now, the four-doors, the B1 and the B2.
0: Right. These guys right here. Yeah. Which are badass looking. Right. right. Yeah. The, the most- 4 doors is Bronco-esque.
1: I like it. It's it's cool. Kinda, right. it's, like, little, it's like a little – it's like a – if you if you if you old school to Ford Flex, <laughs> if you like, if you reverse well, age Matt, look to at Ford this. Flex, a you can Ford carry Flex. a telephone pole in this thing. I, I I'm sorry that I can't see your screen.
0: What am I looking at
3: exactly? That, you're that looking at the a pass yeah. yeah. through,
0: a pass through yeah. through the entire vehicle that you could put a pole, a telephone right. pole right into the patent is, pending. By the way, yeah, uh, and a w- full it, vehicle <laughs> pass through is, yeah. is that? Yeah, yeah. So on the B two, you so, can but hold. why? Where does this idea come from? Well, it's so cool when you look at it because you can look from front to back to the entire vehicle, and for a construction worker, right. More yeah, or maybe five workers, workers and yeah. poles and trees. Yeah. Large yeah. two-by-fours. Yeah, the,
3: the B2 holds 16-foot boards inside with the tailgate. 16-foot. 16-foot. And the B1 holds 13-foot. So that's wow. longer than any pickup truck because most pickup trucks so, now are six-foot beds and they're hanging out the end. Right, right, right. So, right.
1: But yeah. this is intended to be a street-legal yep. vehicle. It's yep.
3: not a farm truck. Correct. It's right? a class three truck. Uh, basically, it was like, okay, what do I want in it? And so I wanted to carry four-by-eight sheets of plywood, with, with, which they both do carry long lumber through it the motors were at that point we already knew we we're going to be down below mm-hmm. and so it was like there's no longer a firewall because there's not an engine there so i was like let's put a hole through it so it was like <laughs> yeah why not um, it's there <laughs> and you can patent the hole you can yeah yeah right the, the, whole, the hole the is patented, patented right. yeah. it's a design like a design a utility yeah it's a utility patent, patent. Yeah, utility yeah. patent. so that yeah. means
0: anybody now in the future who wants to do that yep, even the come, electric they company carrying they're yeah. gonna call you and you get paid that's <laughs> right.
3: cool and we have a patent on the the Class 3 aspect of it as well, we just uh, put that out in November, but that's more complicated. But, yeah, so it's a Class 3 electric truck. So we, we're the only one doing a Class 3. So that means it's a ten thousand one GVWR. So... Even though it's, the truck's going to come in somewhere between 5,000 and 6,000 pounds, it has to act as though it's 10,000 pounds right. more. So, And that gets you out of some of the more expensive uh, safety issues, that, doesn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't say get us out of, but it's yeah, – it's, Well, doesn't uh, that mean you don't need airbags? Correct. It doesn't yeah. have airbags. It doesn't yeah. need to be um, crash tested. Right. So we're doing all the simulation ourselves <clears> and with vendors, obviously, but uh, simulation for frontal side – and rear. Yeah. So why doesn't it have to be crash tested? Class three, class three, class three. This yeah. this may end up, by the way. What being else is
1: Elon's in- cheaty loophole for the Cybertruck? I see. Because the Cybertruck, if they tried to build that like that and compare it to an actual F one hundred and fifty, as I'm sure Robert could tell you, that thing ain't passing nothing. Right. Not a chance. Yeah, it doesn't the even have only, mirrors on it. Yeah, the only hope <laughs> for something like that would be to go class 3, which is fine, but it sort of undercuts your environmental friendliness mission. What is it? <laughs> Well, wait.
0: Well, what else is class 3 currently on the road? Ford F350s. F-
3: Ford 350s. 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 Ford F350. Yeah. And they're based on the 150 and they make right. a lot of them. Okay. So I think the reason why Well, it's uh, a different chassis. So then how do you get that classification? You just ask for it, or is there... yeah. well, no, you just follow all the FMVSS rules for it, and, then, and you and it's basically uh, there's nice. a lot there's the rules for everything. But we're doing our own due diligence for safety beyond what the regulation calls for. And I believe the reason why the federal government has what they have for that classification as it is is because when you're a class three truck, you're the big hammer on the road, right? Yeah, your mass always wins. Yeah, so it's it's. <clears throat> You know, and they probably also believed—I'm totally guessing at this—that class three was always going to be a smaller volume segment anyway, and we are going to be—we're very low volume. But
1: do you all—are you also planning on doing the ultra low
3: volume medical um, yeah, manufacturer thing? Yeah, there isn't that in the U.S. A lot of people think there is, but it's only in the UK, as far as we know. Really? Yeah, you can get an exemption to it. Like I think Celine did it for their first round, but yeah. you had to—you have to petition but, and show. Yeah, what about like Ariel and uh, the Atom and stuff like that? I don't think but- there's a road legal. They definitely, or they, or their motorcycles. No, they definitely are okay, road legal cars. Something. So there, there's an I'm exemption for own.
1: if you build under 300 vehicles a year. People like Glickenhaus can right, do it to right. get their cars are illegal. Ariel can do it. KT uh, the. Uh, not KTM. Um, the BAC Mono mm-hmm. is a car right. where you can do it. Now, California is a whole other thing. But, right. but federally, yeah, you can definitely do it
3: if you build less than 300 Yeah, a year. I think the Bach Mono is, a, is considered a motorcycle and you have to wear a helmet when, in certain states. When, but anyway, it's, it's, you have to petition and get that and they don't always give it to you. Mm-hmm. I know that's what happened with Celine. I think they took that away.
0: When Elon launches the Cybertruck. Uh, I was talking, I think somebody does PR for you, and you said he said this is it's great because the whole electric uh, truck world just lined up. We now know where everybody is right right right. And you know I was uh, I don't know that I had that reaction. I thought, well, now Bollinger makes more sense to me than than before. Uh, And I don't know why, because I thought the Cybertruck is so insane (laughs) that that you guys looked (laughs) legit by comparison. But but, what was your
3: reaction to the Cybertruck? Well, I was just leaving the LA Auto Show there. I was there for the first week for the press days and stuff like that. So I was actually in the bar at the airport, and I was watching it on my phone. And um, I – watched like everyone else not knowing what was going on yeah. <laughs> tell you so, what, i haven't laughed as hard in my entire life as when he smashed
1: those windows oh my god is that a, that was a moment yeah when he goes guys it's bulletproof smash <laughs> no wait that went badly hang on one, well, let me do that again smash Nobody i mean cares. i sat up and i was Dying. It know. didn't
3: even look like he threw it that hard, so uh, no. I think no. most people still think it was on purpose. But who knows? I don't I have no idea. <laughs> no, I'm not going to speculate. Uh, I mean, I got to tell you, my kids
0: don't care. They're building it on Roblox. It's in their garage and their video games. They think yeah. it's the greatest thing they've It'll ever seen. He definitely when knows how to get attention. Its, it's not real. <laughs> That's when it will matter when everyone <laughs> finds out his it's a scam. I want to know you're, you're in this business.
3: I really, I thought I stopped breathing because I had no idea what was going on. And but you know, it's a, it's. He usually only shows stuff that's pretty production-ready. Right. Like, this is what it's going to look like. Yep. Do your reservation, you know, sure. your, your deposits now. So I took it as, you know, later when I got my breathing back, I was like, I took it as, oh, it's a concept. He's getting a reaction. He's trying to completely undo what you th- expect from a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, great. That's a great idea. I don't know if he's going to keep it or change it or it's going to progress or what or if it was just a publicity thing. I have no idea. But You don't think he's going to make it? Do you, Matt Fair? Uh,
1: I, I don't think he can. I don't think they.
3: Why? I agree. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: no, no. Tell me,
3: I really don't because know. Because there are
1: you know there mean? are vehicle safety standards in the U.S. Class that, three. That, well, I mean, that even that. But you're saying but making
0: it, a lot of them. Uh, he couldn't. Make a, he couldn't think, mass produce this.
1: I, I don't think.
0: No. Right. they the, the, They could no. maybe make twenty of them. And,
1: I, there's a big difference in building a movie prop. Which is what that thing is. Yes. And actually mass producing vehicles, which I'm sure Robert can tell you about how difficult that is. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. If you actually want to build something. And and to present a concept vehicle, there's nothing strange about that. Manufacturers have been presenting concept vehicles for years. When a manufacturer presents a concept vehicle that is so clearly so far from production ready and then says Reserve yours now directly (laughs) with our company. That is not a virtuous uh, behavior, Mm -hmm. let's just say.
3: Well, I believe. But he uh, drove
0: it to Malibu for sushi.
3: And made an illegal (laughs) left out of Nobu and ran. You
1: know what he hit? Did you see what he hit? The The cone. Do you know what it says
0: on the cone? Don't no
1: left, left turn. No. <laughs> yeah, no. He literally ran over a no left turn cone while making an yeah. illegal no That's left turn in a, in a movie prop. And the by the way, you see his Model 3 chase
0: car had to make the illegal left turn right behind him. Right. And that's you know that's Soho Malibu. I come out of there yeah. all the time, and then you, you turn right, Spike. I never turn. I mean, I <laughs> wouldn't want
3: to turn left. You die if you turn left. It's bad. You can't right. turn
1: left there. That lane I know, only but it's stops like trying for to
3: pedestrians.
1: Turn. It's not a. There's and no. You
3: don't do that line. with a two million dollar prototype. Either. No,
0: but it is the equivalent of trying to make a left turn on a highway. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> two <right>.
3: lanes <laughs> yeah. of people doing sixty or
1: seventy. It's, it's the most
3: Tesla yeah. driver thing ever yeah. to yeah. make. <laughs> but I believe he. Created the look. I believe if he made a pickup truck that was hugely desirable, how do I say this? And he got a million reservations because the pickup trucks are so popular. You could make a vehicle mm-hmm. if you're Tesla and get a million reservations and then not be able to do that. So I think he purposely made a thing that would hit only a certain number of people who would love it for what it is. So I think he he purposely kept his numbers low. Is he just getting financing? Is is it a way of just getting a loan that he can just pay back later on? Yes.
1: By the way, (laughs) if you use those reservations to get that loan, and that loan is used for something
3: else, that's That's a crime. That's fraud? Yes. (laughs) Who's (laughs) going to prosecute him? Nobody!
1: That's what we're saying! There's nobody (laughs) looking.
3: And they've changed their (laughs) way of taking deposits (laughs) now. You can't get your money back. You can't? can't? They went from $1,000 refundable to $100 and not refundable. Still, mm. Yeah, that's isn't what, that interesting? Wow! Not saying anything. I'm just, <laughs> so, just so, giving the facts. But anyway. so,
0: what happens
1: three years from now? Who knows? People will have forgotten about their hundred dollars. That's why it's a fuck it, put it on black number. A hundred bucks. A hundred bucks is, and I don't care if I ever see it again. Number, it totally
0: is. <laughs> so admit he just it. Took and how many deposits did he get? Two
1: hundred and fifty thousand. It's twenty five million bucks.
0: That he just so that's whatever, a lot of
1: vehicles. So whatever <laughs> you know, it costs whatever it costs him to build that movie prop. Have that party.
0: Yeah. 25 million bucks in the bank. Right. If it costs him a million and bucks. And you're it saying owns- he doesn't have to make the truck and he doesn't have to give the money back. I'm saying that those are both incredibly likely scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Elon.
1: But Look over here. I've got a flamethrower. Don't worry. By the time they catch up with him, he'll be on a rocket to Mars.
0: That's what Mars uh, is about. His escape. A thousand percent.
1: Can I ask you about um, your powertrain and stuff in the truck?
0: Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about this truck. Yeah. It's a real company. Go. No, yeah. I mean, right. so Working, it's, you uh, said prototypes. full-time
3: four-wheel drive. Yeah, all-time all-wheel drive. So it has two motors, one on each axle. It has uh, two gearboxes there, and then it has portal gear hub. So it has six gearboxes, two motors. Oh, shit. It's portal axles? Yeah. Got oh, portals. I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh, yeah. neat.
1: So how does an electric motor work with a portal axle?
3: Well, it's just like any other, you know, once the half shaft c- comes out. It's the same as it would come out of amount. a differential
1: exactly. or whatever. Oh exactly. neat! Yeah. How cool!
3: And then we have inboard brakes because inboard brakes. Now two is that? How is, that, how is that different? Inboard brakes. What do you mean? Well, one is you have the portal gear hub there, so right. they got to be somewhere else. But wait, um, we have to. I'm
1: going to pretend portal, to understand. Do you know what portal axles this, are, Spike?
3: Can you explain portal axles? <coughs> well, just to for know, the audience for anyone in who doesn't listening,
1: for anyone who
0: doesn't know what, not Spike, who So there are. They've been on. I don't know, but I don't think a lot of people really. You'll know exactly what he means. Portal axles. Are and any of this stuff, and they're hard to see, so a lot a of people don't know we, we have them. I, I like to translate cars for everyone, including
3: myself. Yes, yeah. go. Yeah, so portals are it's a two to one gearbox, okay, that's inside the wheel All itself. Right. So the half shaft comes out of the other gear, you know, the transmission gearbox Got inside it. the middle, comes out, and then it hits the top of the portal, and then gears put it down yeah. to the wheel. So okay. it gives you another four or five inches of ground clearance.
1: You know how spike uh-huh. the most, and the gear uh-huh. ratio is set, so it's about ground clearance, visual right. comparison, Spike. Picture a lifted, broed-out F-350 Ford, yep. right? Big lift, right? You know how you see that driveshaft mm-hmm. angling down to the differential in the back? Now picture the Mercedes 6x6 or a Hummer H1. You can look all the way underneath that vehicle, and you don't see any Anything. running gear. Got it. That's because those those are portal axle vehicles. They raise that running gear up, and then it comes down just, uh-huh. just outside where the wheels are, so you can big clearance in the Looks middle. Clean. Right? That's what a portal axle I like
3: does. Cause. There you go. The G-Wagon has them on the $250,000. The 6-Buy's. Yeah, Yeah, the
1: 6-Buy's and the the G-Squared. right? Mm -hmm. The 6-Buy that doesn't have the extra axle. You know how it's like extra tall? Yes. That's why, because it's got the portal axles. I wonder if people are falling out of those vehicles and getting hurt. When they're hammered, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) A a G-Squared is the
3: ultimate drive drunk home from the bar (laughs) and get an embarrassing Dewey on TMZ vehicle. They're so stupid. (laughs) It also serves, because it's a 2-to-1 ratio. The inboard brakes only have to be half as big uh-huh. to handle what's going on. So I they're see. they're breaking the axle, not then, the wheel. Not the wheel, and then the axle gets double. You know, the the amount yeah. of power gets doubled at the wheel with the portal. And how quick is your vehicle here? Uh, simulated, you know, our numbers. All, everything online is uh, is through mo- a lot more of it is a uh, you know through the calculations. Wait, right, right, I, I'm sorry. Are you
1: telling me it's going to be built, about five seconds? Are you saying you've built three cars
3: and you've never done acceleration tests on one of them? Oh, no, we have. We okay. Have. Yeah, so yeah. what does it do yeah. in the actual test? Forget the simulator. Well, it, we don't have the final battery oh. in our new one. Oh, okay. In the actual ones that and are that, on the road that's, now.
0: that has to do with weight and we don't know? Is there any hope for in the future for really lightweight batteries for these cars and vehicles?
3: Everyone keeps talking about them. You hear about the you know the next ones coming out, but who's, who's,
0: who's at the forefront of, of this battery tech? Who's making it? The Chinese? Who? Probably, who, yeah. Yeah.
3: It's it's going to be Apple and Google and the people who make smartphones. Okay. that Want things to be smaller because they want their batteries to be one tenth the size as well, right? Right. And one tenth the cost. So it, everything's going to come from the small and then go back out. I believe. So, um, yeah, it's going to be five, ten years before I think we have a brand new kind of battery. You hear about it all the time, and you read about these (coughs) things coming out, but they just discovered it in the lab, or they just made it work in the lab. Mm -hmm. It still has to go through tons of everything, so we're, we're still a ways off, I think. All right. Have you seen anything about the sort
1: of Crazy sort of alternative ways of of creating and storing energy, like the algae thing right. or the seawater thing or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you follow that? Does it? Does any of that seem promising for mass adoption or not really?
3: Yeah, not at this point. I think you have to have something that goes through vibration, you know, of a vehicle uh-huh. and that kind of stuff. So the amount of uh, automotive testing that has to happen once you have your chemistry down. So right. if the chemistry takes five years, then you got five years of you know for automotive. So. Um, so, dude, this is such a slow process. There's all these charts
1: that talk about this 100% EV adoption in L.A. in 10 years. That shit is bullshit. That you think so? I fuck don't... yeah. That shit's never happening. It just <clears> took me seven months to have one wire run from a pole to my building. You think oh, they're going to build that, enough that EV chargers? Yeah,
0: that part of it's tough. You think they're building <laughs> enough chargers to sustain this? this is crazy. Yeah. And then the second you get it in, they say, "Well, that's not the supercharger. You want the supercharger? We can get because you some I mean, more electricity." So, that,
1: well, uh, you know, either you've got your, your you can charge at home, which is right. great. You know, yep. you get
0: a two twenty at your house, and
1: that covers most people most of the time. Mm-hmm. But out, being out and about, you know, I think range. Everyone focuses on range as being a thing. I right. really think charge speed and the. Availability of chargers, like gas stations, like no one's ever like, I'm not buying that car because it's got a 14 gallon gas tank. I need a car with an 18 gallon gas tank. It's like exactly. no, because gas yesterday. Very, yeah. yeah, you
3: don't you don't compare that when a, that little little car gets 30 miles per gallon, but it only has a seven gallon right, tank. Right. You don't worry about the range on those. So yeah. why is it a thing? Well, I don't think there is range anxiety. I think it's a made up thing because most people drive way less than what's available. Right. In electric it's unavailability car. of charging opportunity yeah. anxiety. Yeah. Not if you have range. a home and you can park pull up to it, that's a big if, if you're not in an apartment place or whatever, or if you, you, it might be hard to charge, but if you have a home you can pull up, I have a Chevy Bolt as my second car, and that we charge on level one, and it's no no brainer. It's I easy. Had, I had gas. And range you have anxiety. electricity coming to every single house. The right. infrastructure is there beyond anything. You do not have gas coming to your house. People immediately, you know I mean? but people
0: immediately make, they, they always go, the road trip, um, driving right. up to Mammoth. But by right. the way, I saw a Tesla on the way up there, but no, no, uh, he- I will tell you I had gasoline range anxiety because <laughs> I, fr- I hadn't been up <laughs> yeah. there for 15 years, and I'm like, gosh, I'm headed into nowhere where the woolly mammoths were roaming. And I'm like, do I have enough? Will there be a gas station? Because I haven't seen anything for 50 miles, right? So there it, will it, be, but and there, there will there are there, and there
1: be, are charging stations. But too. the you reason is obvious because
0: trip. yeah, the charging station is. You want the reassurance of knowing you, there's a charging station. That's I mean, why people don't worry about gas. We know there's going to be a gas station. We don't know, well, you know, how this right. is going to work. And it's
1: not about the road trips. It's actually about the freak the 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 number of charging it, stations it, within the city. It isn't like, about
0: that, but that's what your most daily people yeah. think. This is the first thing that pops into their head, even right. when you offer them a two-seater car, they go, well, how am I going to do this special thing 10 months from now?
3: Yeah. You know, and once it, you own an EV, if you, if you were forced you're to own fine. an EV, yeah. you would figure it out, and you'd go, you oh, this is not a no-brainer. Yeah. I plug it in when I get home. No, you And that's all you ever have to think rug. about. That's most of the people who ever get That's like, true. EVs. I had a,
1: I had a uh, Volt, and I loved it. It was the best. That 50 miles of electric, 40, 40, 50 miles of electric, which I almost never used up in the day. Mm -hmm. And then if you ran out, the gas, you know, I'd get 40 (laughs) miles a gallon on gas indefinitely. It was delightful. I was so bummed when they stopped making that car because it
0: was such a practical thing. Um, You can reserve one of these cars right now. You okay. go to Bollinger Motors, right? I'm looking at your website. Impressive website, by the way, okay. and uh, monochromatic, very much like the vehicle. Yeah,
3: we've and been black and, and white since the start. Yeah, yeah <laughs>
0: it's cool.
1: Is it, um, is part of the, if you if you uh, if you don't mind, Spike, the, you know, it's a it's a simple design. Like I said, reminds you of a, a classic Land Rover, a classic Bronco, or a Scout, or something. I haven't seen. Can you get an interior picture? What do do we have creature comforts of any kind? Well, that's, what I, that's what I was going to ask.
0: Let me just right. jump in right oh, there. Go ahead. Do you have to have airbags in something like this? Is, no. no, because class three. Because class it's three, class
3: three. <laughs> the regulation of class three doesn't require it. you either have to do all of your safety through airbags or okay. your safety through seatbelts. So we're doing it through seatbelts. That's cool. And so yeah, it'll have A a, you know Air conditioning Heated seats Bluetooth radio That kind of thing But we don't have A big screen We don't have All those distractions If you will Right So you get in You drive it You use your hands We're never going to do autonomy All that kind of stuff it's a, it's a multi-purpose tool That you can do stuff with And then also go out And have fun And go to Moab Or take it somewhere mm. And again Like a lot of people say Well how do you go off-roading There's not a charging station At the top of the mountain But it's just like Anything else You plan for the day We're going to have yeah. Eight to ten hours Of That's off-roading really- like, I always thought Electric
1: so. off-road would be really really nice. I mean, it being being quiet and being really uh, in tune with nature.
3: I and always thought all be the great. torque instantly. So.
1: And even every time I've gone off road, and I realize it's not everybody's experience. Anecdotal, but like I use way less gas than I think I'm going to use off road. Right. Like I can go off road on a whole day, and it's right. like. Right. You know, obviously you want to start with a full tank for safety, but, like, I'll use a quarter of a tank going 50 miles off-road. You're going slow. You're at kind of idle
3: speed a lot. Like, right. And energy is energy. So the same yeah. thing is going to be true of an EV. And yeah. So we have a whole day you're going to be out there. Doing your thing, yeah. And if you're going really far, do you trailer it? Like you, you just plan out your day. You know, if it's yeah, nearby, you drive. You know how what your your distance is going to be. Hypothetically, would it be possible? Not. I'm not talking about perpetual motion by any
1: by any means. But if you were to bring a small Jenny with you. Would it be possible to carry a couple of cans of diesel with a small Jenny and and recharge over a period of whatever hours yeah, definitely. In, the, in the forest? Definitely, because a lot of people—that's something that
3: people would do. Yeah, because a lot of people when they go off roading go out and camp yeah. and They bring a generator anyway. Anyway, so you could just go out there for the whole weekend, a whole week. with Would this you be able to well. charge it in ten hours? What it depends on the charging? size. Yeah, it depends on the size of your generator. Right. Yeah. You'd be, you have to be a good size generator. You
1: can get it. one of those ones they use on movie sets that are pretty quiet that we refer to as a putt putt and those put 220 yeah. out for studio they lights do. and they would charge a truck yeah. for wow. sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What is this level 3 charging cuz you can charge it in an hour 15 with that's level direct. 3. That's direct.
3: That's the direct charging that you get on the highways. So direct that's DC. So yeah. I can get that in my house? No. Uh direct charging is, you know, there's you get in your house you have AC, yeah. alternating current. Got it. Out in the highways, it's DC, uh-huh. and it goes straight to the battery. It doesn't go through the onboard charger. So these
0: would be these highway charging right. stations, right? Because the battery is about. DC,
3: and everything else in it is AC. It's a horrible, you know, unfortunate <laughs> thing of electricity, <laughs> but it exists. <laughs> uh, physics, but um, yes. Yeah, so out in the highway, it goes straight into the battery. That's why it's so, and it's much more powerful. So it's a lot faster. So I- they
1: can – is using that level three system, and they can charge real
0: fast, yeah. right? Which is good. How much? How much what? This, those stats kept changing every The Tycon
1: can do 350 kilowatt charging.
0: Yeah, but wasn't there some like 60% of the battery in 10 minutes was, equation? Oh, it's
1: 80, throwing... 80% in – I think it's 80% in 12 minutes or 80%. In 12. It's fast. It was fast wow. enough that I was able to watch it and count the percentages going <clears throat> up. It right. was fast. So that's... Where was
3: the – Best buy in Burbank. Has a three hundred fifty. They're the only wow.
1: There's there's only two three fifties in LA. Wow. As of a month ago, and that was one. They're building a massive bank of them at the Porsche Experience Center in Carson. Oh, cool. Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so, yeah, probably so, 20, 25 chargers down there. Yeah. For those Did
0: things. you see a line of people waiting for that charge? I mean, that's the only <laughs> no, thing. No, here's the irony, though.
1: One of the two stalls that had it was broken.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. There yeah.
1: weren't a line of, because I don't think there's a lot of other vehicles on the road yet that can use that. Right. Um, the, I was there yeah, driving crazy, on the Taycan yeah. press launch, and I was the first person to get to the charger and so I used it and was on my way.
3: So most it, of the uh there were around a hundred or one hundred and fifty. Yeah and uh, that's yeah. what our truck will do ours but what happens but, okay hundred to one hundred fifty what 80% in 25 minutes yeah or something yeah. like that yeah. let's yeah, flash forward good. to the future and it depends on the size of your pack we right. have a 120 <laughs> kilowatt hour packs, so oh, no big. matter what it's going to take a little bit longer because we're twice as big as most packs that's out there. big yeah. answer me this question
0: because now I'm just flashing forward five years from now when we all have superchargers and highways you know <laughs> in the summertime when it's really hot and everybody puts their air conditioner on and everything goes down Yeah. <laughs> now we're adding we're adding this to it does it, 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 does it affect the overall electrical oh, yeah. grid. It oh, does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is going to be uh, a just big like
3: r- towing or all that kind of stuff. You know, every EV is in the same category. If you tow as much as weight as you are, your range is half. Right. It's a straight right. math, right? So all EVs are equal in that way. So same with AC and heat and all that kind of stuff. That's why heated seats are good, because they right. physically form you know, But, I mean, but
0: I mean our electrical system here in California oh. already oh, yeah. seems taxed oh, yeah. when we all start using
3: it. Those are the big things that have to happen, and that's where all the states – you know—you can go online and see how much of your electricity in your state is renewable and is it green from the start and all that, You know, the bigger picture. So, yeah, they have to come up with – it's a big issue. They have to come up with three, so four times as much So this is something
0: states a, are dealing with right now. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. This car or this truck, uh, Bollinger Motors, you guys can check it out. BollingerMotors.com. You can reserve one right now. Uh, the price of the car, truck, 125
3: 125
0: For either one? For either one, Yeah. For the Bollinger B1 and the Bollinger B2, I'm here on the site. I'm clicking the reservation button. Look at that. Wow. Do it. Do it. And you can just click on which one you want. Oh, it's so easy. And there you go. You make a deposit. You... It's a $1,000 refundable deposit. That was easy.
1: I mean, I, I assume there's not an issue with
3: dealer franchise laws at your level of volume, is there? Well, we are going to go through independent dealers, so we're not oh. going to do it ourselves. Oh, so, so, who, already... so
1: who's going to sell the cars?
3: Yeah, so we have independent, like we have one in, um, New York, oh. lined up, L.A., all the big. Can bigs. you say who they are yet?
1: No. Oh. I can't say anything. I still mm. have to sign all, all right. the things, You know, all the right, suppliers, right. all their Seriously. stuff. I mean, so I mean, I'm, I'm the curious like Manhattan he... motor cars, it seems like That, an that world, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I picture Brett
1: David as having at least one of these at Prestige in Miami. That? Brett David, Prestige Imports in Miami? I have you no know idea them? who that is. Oh, he's like the Lamborghini king of Florida, but he sells all kinds of – he's got Pagani franchise. He sells all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah,
3: so we've had a few of those independent dealers contact us because their customers already were one. Or asking about it so. I picture
1: it at a galpin yeah. Bo Bachman would be all up in this For sure He likes weird stuff like this
0: I like that you can put your deposit down On the Discover card The Diner's Club <laughs> card too If you want That's, I can put it on my Diner's wow. Club International card The,
1: the spread you can use of Oldest possible <laughs> payment method For
0: newest <laughs> <laughs> Or the JCB What is the
3: JCB? That's the Jap- uh, Japanese credit card Okay. Oh really? Right. Yeah, I love friends in <laughs> Japan.
0: Yeah. Can
3: I buy one in Bitcoin? Uh, sure. Do you, you guys should.
0: have uh, – have you ever seen anyone use a diner's club? I'm going to get a diner's club. <laughs> no.
3: I, I, I can't I wanna, believe that's
1: on there. I didn't even know that. So. I
0: don't know. It's very funny that it's I want to take though. my diner's club to Vegas and have a nice time. That sounds like a good weekend. That would be hilarious. <laughs> what do you think the diner's club concierge can hook you up with in Vegas? <laughs> Vinny Favorito you know, for every, two? Every time we talk about something <laughs> on this podcast, somebody reaches out and goes, Hi, I'm... Someone's going to call me. I'm from diner's. I heard you talking about us. I'm, I'm, I'm Murray. Murray. We'd like to get you our purple card. Do you have... What? What's the purple It's a very exclusive diner's club card. It's you only can for dine people out. where you can see purple through their clear skin. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get anybody to take my American Express at a restaurant, let alone a diner's club, but I'm getting one. I want it. I want to be exclusively diner's awesome. club from this way on, <laughs> and I'm going to use my card to get me one of these Bollinger Motors trucks. Can we say how, how much, much cool. the truck is yet? Yeah, it's yeah, 125. 125. Yeah. No Sorry, chance that's that, going to change, yeah. that price? Um, it may? May. May. But it's in that range. It's definitely
3: in that range. Uh, the whole thing about building a truck that you want and not worry about what it goes into it—the cost of it, <laughs> it ends end, up being this. So, <laughs> being yeah. So the building materials is crazy high. I mean, the battery pack alone is you know forty fifty thousand. Well, you know, we have two Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Oh my gosh! Can you? Can we? I gotta say hi. Up. Yeah. I will. Because uh, he did say it on the show, and I ran it over and he over did. and over and oh, over and over and over. He's such a
0: cool guy too. Yeah. He dri- currently drives a Tacoma. And he removed his finger with a motorcycle
3: chain. I yep. don't know if you heard that yep, part, I heard and then put the it back thing, yep. on himself, and yep. drove
0: out the window like this. We need to the guys hospital. like that driving
3: our truck. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's yeah. Uh, way into it. John's way into it. I'm sure a lot of the listeners are way into it now too. And it's cool to have you here, man. Thanks. Right at Thanks the very so start this of this uh, enterprise of yours. Congratulations. It's uh, not anybody can pull this off, and you, you look like you're at the start of something really great. Cool. Thanks a lot. Uh, Thanks it's really cool. And Matt Farah. Thank you for uh, no filling in for my uh, blowhard of a co-host, <laughs> Mr. Zuckerman. He'll That's be okay. back. Backup blowhard is a good position. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Once he makes uh, bail, he'll be back in the studio with us. Right? Me, Anything you want to promote?
1: Of course. West Side Collector Car Storage is taking deposits now. If you are a collector or even just a person who has more cars than sense or space. Hit me up, uh, Matt, at com or find us on Google. We are now taking deposits, and I promise we're going to be open really soon. I promise.
0: Construction okay. is a B, as And they I'm say. coming over to smoke. When you're open, for sure, yeah. people will know, like when they choose a new Pope, you'll see Spike cigar smoke coming out. <laughs> you know of what, the actually, <laughs> I need from you,
1: Spike? Yes. I need you to connect me with the humidor guy. The humidor the, the, guy. Yeah, the humidor guy. I, I wish gotta, I was
0: that connected. Are you not the connect for the humidor? I humidors? am not the connect. Who's the connect I'm for the, the humidor? I'm the cigar smoking guy. You mean you're going to build a big humidor? Not like enormous, but like bookcase
1: size. Humidor. Wow, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. really cool. We have book, we know. have a, a wine, wine and whiskey lockers. I twenty four locker bay. Yeah, and then we've got. I'm going to do a bookcase a humidor. That's for the cigar a really yeah. great idea. My engine block no coffee clue. tables just showed up. I got two engine block coffee tables. A Jaguar Cosworth V8 uh, that goes <laughs> downstairs. That's from the XJR15 race car, and then the one for the cigar lounge upstairs is a Bentley
0: W12. Block that's been dipped in chrome. You know what this is like? Awesome. The, <laughs> over the top. This is like the car world uh, version of Dolly Parton town. What is it called? Dollywood. The, the Dollywood. Dollywood. I've been to Dollywood. It rules. Yeah, <laughs> and she's there in this town she built. And now Matt Farah will yeah. be there in
1: the storage place. Look that for you the built. big red F on the side of the you building. You should
0: really. Do you have a throne there with a with a crown? And <laughs> when any when you step past the threshold, these are the laws and the I'm rules. Just, and... I'm just. I'm going to go up on the lifts myself. I'll be up on the fourth. Sports but I would Coast. imagine that would be a reason for people to sign up just to hang with you, right? And be part think, of the scene.
1: I think that some people have signed
0: up for that purpose. That's yeah,
1: cool. That's okay. Well, I don't mind not? that. That's what we're here for. What if you want called? to pay my kind of prices to do Dolly that? World? Like what is it called? Side Collector Car Storage. Oh, Dollywood? Yeah, Dollywood?
3: Dollywood. Dollywood. Dollywood.
1: Farrowwood. Do you know where Dollywood is? Farrowood. It's in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Wow. Well. It's exactly have... the kind of town you think
0: it is based on that name. We have closed a on a place. very unexpected note, but... There it is, ladies and gentlemen. You can catch Sorry, up with Robert. me on <laughs> <laughs> Instagram.
3: <laughs> I'm
0: Spike Ferrison on Instagram, and I like to chat with folks there, and we'll see you next week on Spike's Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app, or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com.
1: Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify, and it's free.